and welcome to episode 25 of Nature Therapy Online. I'm Stephen McCabe and I'm an ecotherapist living in Scotland and this is my podcast. So if you're new to the show, then thanks a lot for tuning in. And if you're a regular listener, well, thanks for tuning in again. So so yesterday I was um, not quite sure what theme I would choose for today's podcast. And then I got an email from a lovely guy called Colin in Calgary, Canada. And I'd like to read you the email because it's going to um, give you the theme for this week's show. Um, It's all been inspired by Colin's email. So he says, Hello, Stephen. I love listening to your podcast It's relaxing and gives me a new connection to nature rather than walking in nature whilst listening to music and using my phone. I now walk and I'm much more mindful and at peace with nature. I have a suggestion or question for a future podcast. As winter weather hits hard here in Calgary, Canada, and our winters last from October to April until with snow and cold. How can you find nature when it's too cold to go outside, in brackets, minus 25 degrees Celsius and colder? I feel trapped days I can't be in nature. What other options have some calming effect? For example, videos, looking out of my window, etc. So, it's a really good topic, Colin. And first of all, thanks, uh, thanks a lot for tuning in and for your lovely comments about the show. You know, that's the reason that I do this so it really encourages me to um to have that kind of feedback from people you know halfway across the world just saying that you know this 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 is useful and and helping you connect with nature it really means a lot to me so thank you for that for a start and um and yeah I think this is a really good theme for a show because you know there are all kinds of reasons that we might not be able to go outside and you know, in, in Colin's case, it's it's the weather, you know. I mean, that's quite extreme weather by world standards, you know. Um, I mean, I live in Scotland, which is a cold country, but not in that way, you know. It, it's, it's very wet and windy, but, you know, pretty much every day you could find some, you know, part of the day where you could nip out for a short while, even in winter. For most of the time, anyway, not always. Some, um I'll have a lot of people in Scotland shouting at me. But if but there are tons of reasons and I think, you know, the weather can keep us inside for long periods of time and I suppose it also got me thinking about you know disability and and illness and 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 other things that could keep us indoors maybe, you know, we work indoors and we have to work in the the daylight and then the only time to go out is in the night time where, you know, you, there are certain things you can definitely do in the night time. But, you know, maybe you miss daytime, you know, connection with nature as well. So so thanks, Colin. And I've written out a little um, 
a little list here. Um, so I've written out all kinds of stuff. Some of these things are things that we can do um, that I would consider to be ecotherapy whilst we're indoors. And some other things are things that I think are not necessarily ecotherapy in and of themselves, but which support an ecotherapy practice, you know. So even if we're not connecting with nature directly, there are things that we can do which harbour our, our love of nature and encourage our love of nature. So, so I'm going to start with some really simple things. And, you know, not, we don't always think about this, but um, bringing in plants, maybe small trees even indoors, flowers you know i'm not saying go out and dig up a tree but you know you might there might be a small kind of tree perhaps you know and i would say a nice uh, bonsai tree but um i don't have much luck with those they always seem to die so i'm I'm not sure if that's the the right one to to go for but you know bringing in some nature and, and growing some nature indoors and perhaps some nature that is you know uh, part of your local landscape as well so you know if you wanted to you know buy a a, a plotted plant or a, a small tree that could live indoors um you know you might want to pick a native species because that will keep uh, that kind of connection with you and the outdoors um you know and again these i know a lot of us do have a lot of plants and trees and flowers and uh, and a lot of life that we keep indoors, but it's about how we connect with it as well. So, um, you know, sometimes I think it's easier if we're in a forest or a park to connect with nature because, you know, we, we, we have all of our senses a lot more alive than when we're indoors. And we don't always have the same distractions as well, you know, other people around, you know, I've got my dog here looking at me saying, why are you talking to a microphone, for example? Um, but, you know, those um, sorts of activities that you can do with plants and trees indoors are really simple, but you need to uh, put some time aside for it. So it can be as simple as just saying, I'm going to just sit for a while with this plant and I'm just going to check out how it feels i'm going to look at it closely use your senses have a little you know uh, taking its scent have a smell of the plant and take some time to inspect sit up close meditate with it and i think sometimes the word meditation can feel a bit scary to a lot of people but you only need to think of it as focusing in on one thing and keeping your focus there so you know, deciding to pay attention to a, a nice tree or plant that you have and, and giving yourself 10 minutes to really keep your attention there and inspect it from different angles. So so that's one thing I would recommend. Um, something that works more for me and for some other people is uh, rocks, and stones and, and crystals even, and bringing them indoors. You know, there's something very grounding and very, you know, well, obviously very earthy about these things. You can't get much more earthy than a rock. And, you know, it may sound, you know, like really 
simple uh, or you know too simple even but, but ecotherapy is always at its best when it's simple and you can you know either go out and and find some interesting rocks that you're really drawn to for whatever reason you know you might like the shape or the color or the feel and like I was saying with the plants and the flowers really spending some time to sit with them and inspect them and just contemplate you know like that this thing could have taken millions of years to form in the way it's formed and, and to be here with you you know that can be mind-blowing just in itself you know so you know if at the moment you can't get out to go and look for rocks then you know maybe you could have a look for some crystals online that you you'd like to buy that you're drawn to you know a lot of crystals or, or or gemstones when you get them in their their natural form you know rather than necessarily um you know polished and shined although i have some of those as well and and i really like to spend time with those also um you know you they, you have that sense of it being this you know raw earth and it's here with you and and and, and i consider that to be ecotherapy also um I would say, you know, if you are going to buy uh, rocks and crystals, just to make sure you buy them from an ethical source, um, because there are some places you buy them where there might have been, you know, you know, some perhaps child labour involved somewhere along the way. Um, I don't think it's as common as it, it's made out to be with rocks and crystals, actually, but it does happen all the same. So I always just like to make sure I buy them from an ethical source. Um, so, you know, just check out who you're buying them from and, and, and how they make sure that that's the case. But I really like that, you know, and, and you can have some creativity um with with this as well you know or i should say you know you can be creative with this is better english sorry i'm 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 my mind is not really working as it usually is this morning i'm not sure why i'm a bit on the bit on the tired side i think i'm starting to wind down for for the winter myself here so so that's what i meant to say you can be creative with this and you can you know decide you want one room to be more of a kind of a rock room or you know what kind of plants or flowers do you want to get and where do you want to put them you could try get making a window box it's not something i've ever done myself but um bringing in all kinds of things you know it doesn't have to be just rocks from outdoors you could find interesting you know sticks or um you know do, all kinds of uh, all, 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 all kinds of leftovers from nature you know like you could find a half-eaten acorn or you know especially after winter there's a lot of things left over that have been nibbled by animals and i think of a really cute uh you know little bit of history so you could just find things you're attracted to and make either a little altar or a little window box and again making time to spend with them so not just putting them there and leaving them but time to sit and contemplate with them now another thing i could recommend um is different kinds of meditations so um for example on my website and um, something that i've done on quite a few podcasts is a grounding exercises and if you have a decent view from your window um you can try just to sit and just to work through all of your senses you know spending some time to 
close your eyes. Hear what you can hear outside. Try and tune into the sounds, you know, whether that's the sound of the wind or, or even people, any animals you can hear. And just going through all of your senses one by one, opening your eyes after a few minutes, you know, looking out of the window, seeing what you can see, seeing what you notice and what feels different. Um, and again, you know, if you have any um, sensory disabilities, obviously you work with, work with what you have, you know, and work with what sensors um, are, are going to work for you in this exercise. And, you know, even if you can have a fairly decent view and you can either, either spend some time playing small games, like looking out for things of a particular colour, or, you know, if you're better with your sense of hearing, you could um, play games like, what can I hear? And the longer I focus purely on listening, what's, what's behind the first sound? What's behind the next sound, you know? Um, so that can be a useful thing to do. And that's one kind of meditation. But another kind that I, I'm, uh, I, I really like to promote and, and I think is a great way to tune in with nature, with our imaginations is to listen to guided nature-based visualizations. So we're probably going into the realm or the territory where things are not necessarily ecotherapy here, but they really support an ecotherapy practice. So again, on my website, on the um, meditation section, and that's naturetherapyonline.net, um, you can find a guided grounding meditation like the one I just mentioned, but also a few visualizations. So you will, you know, close your eyes and I will guide you through a scene. So one is a, a, one is a, a, a tropical beach and there's a bed. It's very relaxing and you'll kind of use your imagination to tune in with what kind of bird it might be. Um, you know, and another meditation where you meet an animal um, you use your, um, you'll let your imagination bring an animal to you, you know. So things like this, I think, um, really support our connection with nature. And, and, you know, we have so much experience of nature. Everything is nature in one way or another. And we have stored so much in our amazing human minds, you know. And it can be really easy to tap into those memories and those experiences that we don't necessarily realize that we're holding. And um, so I would invite that. I think, you know, I would invite you to do that even. I think that that can be a really nice thing to do. Um, and, you know, really obvious things as well, like, you know, nature books. You know, I love to read uh, nature myths and tales, um, you know, you could uh, buy nature photography books if you like to sit and relax, you know. People on the internet have recorded all kinds of sounds, you know. You can just sit up with a YouTube um, video with the sound of the wind or the sound of the birds in the forest. Um, things like this. There are also some great live streams, live cams of different parts of the world. Um, I've recommended that to people this year when they were shielding and a few people found that. Um, quite helpful actually you know to to sit and, and and just watch rather than watching a tv show or watching something that is going to be about entertainment um i'm not saying don't do that you know of course do that i do that all the time you know but 
but we don't have to always entertain our mind. You know, we can sometimes use the technology that we have to support a, a positive nature practice. So um, next time you're bored, perhaps you might look, oh, you know, here's a, a, a live cam of, you know, an, an elephant park in Africa somewhere or, you know, a monkey park in Thailand. And it can just be a really calming and beautiful thing to sit and watch these animals and this nature getting on with with their business without human intervention um, just doing their everyday things um, so I think I've given you know a good good amount of uh, things to get going with there I think probably too many um, I've shared quite a few ideas and and you know I'd also be curious if any other listeners have any ideas about things that you do um indoors to support your ecotherapy practice or things that you do indoors which are an ecotherapy practice you know um i consider spending time with my dog and my cat so i, I, I kind of yes yoro's just did a big did a big sigh there just to let you know he's actually here but i consider that to be you know connecting with nature also so um so so thank you colin for the amazing question it really got me thinking um, you know, and, and I hope that it's given you a, a few ideas um, that might be able to help you in those cold, frozen winters. I'm really not going to complain about the Scottish winter after hearing that you have minus 25 or more. I have no idea. I've never even spent a moment in temperature like that. So, um, so wrap up warm, put some candles on, get cozy, and 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 bring nature to you either with your imagination or bring it indoors. So, it, like I say, folks, if there are other people listening and you have um, tips that you would like to share for the listeners on what you do, please write in and let me know. So you can email Stephen at Nature Therapy Online. Net. And if you have any questions, um, like like Colin, any questions around ecotherapy, any tips you're looking for, um, please let me know because you know, I think that this is a really nice way to, um, to, to, to spend an episode, and, you know, to uh, give you the answers to the things that, that, that are on your mind rather than uh, me deciding in advance what might be helpful. You know, this, can, this podcast can be a community resource and I would really like to do more episodes like this. So, um, so please write in, give me your questions or your ideas. And, and, and yeah, um, that's pretty much me for this week, I think. So Apologies again. I feel like I've not been especially articulate today. I'm having a bit. I feel like I'm having a bit of a sleepy day. I don't know why, but you know, sometimes when you're, you, you know, what you want to say, but your mind just doesn't want to string the sentences together in a coherent way. That's that. That's what's been happening today, as you've probably noticed. But you know, hopefully, I've 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 managed to be articulate enough to make sense. Um. So so yeah, just ju just to let you know, if you are you know looking in 2021, um, or if you're listening retrospectively, you know, looking in the future, whatever year that might be um if you're looking to connect more with nature you can visit my courses website at naturecourses.info um if you're looking to train to become an ecotherapist um you can check out the training page on my website at naturetherapyonline.com 
net. And um, if you are listening in December 2021, 2020, sorry, you might be listening in December 2021, but that's not what I'm getting at. So if you are listening as this podcast is going out and you are listening in December 2020, um, in January, on January the 10th, I'm going to have a free online ecotherapy hour. So um, if you just go to my website and scroll down, you will find the link there to join us on Google Meet. It's totally free. We're just going to spend an hour doing some doing some indoor ecotherapy together, actually. So, uh, so perhaps you might want to join us for that, Colin, and, and, and anybody else. Um, uh, you're more than welcome to. So that's me. I think I've plugged myself as uh, shamelessly as I'm going to allow myself today. And now I am going to go and have and have a nice brew, a nice cup of tea. So I hope you have a lovely day and a lovely week and you're feeling festive if you're in a Christmassy kind of country and have a lovely time, folks. Take care and tune in again. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Visit me online at naturetherapyonline.net